0: What is going on everybody this is drew here i want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of phoenix down this is phoenix down episode 109.0 um as uh, everybody who is listening to this knows um unfortunately uh 108.2 uh is dead we recorded an hour and eight minutes and my recorder died on me as i hit the stop button and um I don't have I don't have the heart to, to do that again.
1: Rest in peace, recording.
0: Yeah, um, Matt is with us today. Hello, and um, I feel like we need to at least address Yakuza 3s you know as a whole. Um, just just a quick little, little um, how we felt about the game. Uh, as I said on the previous show, uh, that will never be. Uh, I think it was pretty good. Um, it was definitely a product of its time, but um, I, I think I prefer the story to this over Yakuza 1 and 2, if we're being honest. I, I feel like they tried to flesh out the characters a little bit more, including the new ones. Um, sure, the, the gameplay is very PlayStation 3, but uh, and there was some, some pacing issues here and there, but I think it was actually really good, and I enjoyed my time with it. Matt, how about you?
1: Yeah, I, I think we're pretty much exactly aligned on Yakuza 3. I feel essentially the same way. Everything you just said rings true to me. Uh, I did like it a bit more than 1 and 2. Uh, yeah, it was, definitely wasn't as polished, but and it definitely did have some pacing issues. But I did like the characters. I did, in the end, think it was worth all the wasted time in the orphanage. It was a little strange while going through it, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed the, enjoyed the characters, enjoyed the, the mystery, enjoyed the, getting to see some old faces and some new faces. I liked basically everyone in the Okinawa branch. Um, yeah, I had a good time with it.
0: Absolutely. Especially
1: after expecting it was going to be terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true too. But, um, yeah, um, so, um, to to say all of that I just want to say that since we uh since we lost the recording um we are trying a new method. Uh Matt is recording his dialogue while I'm recording my dialogue and we're going to splice those together. So there may be some growing pains. I'm not sure yet hopefully everything syncs up fine. <laughs> but uh if it doesn't please bear with me. I'm I'm new at this. So uh but uh our our well let me see hang on a second here let me see if i can find i don't think i have it our our email has been our email has been really bad lately uh i haven't um i haven't been getting our emails and i have we have fixed this issue um so drew at z t g d dot com works again uh unfortunately anything previous to that I do not have any more. Not
1: just episodes that are lost.
0: No, no. uh, Any email that was sent uh, is gone. Uh, So unfortunately, uh, Dustin, your email for the final episode of Yakuza three, is lost in the ether, unfortunately. So I was going to read it out, but um, uh, I do apologize for that, but everything is fixed. Uh, I I have the email working. I actually have an inbox now. Can Ken, uh, worked his butt off today to get that to me so we're good there and that's good that we do because uh, we have three emails to go over for this new series which is uh, Hideo Kojima's 2019 epic death stranding
1: glad to see there's some uh, interest in it
0: yeah yeah uh, anytime Kojima is mentioned everybody kind of perks up a little bit um I I wouldn't say I have lost faith in Kojima. I still enjoy a lot of his games, but after Metal Gear Solid Five, I was a little sour.
1: Me too, if but I, that's tough because three and four I thought were excellent. So
0: this tr- this is true. This is true. I mean, it, it, a lot's been riding on Ko- Kojima yeah. uh, before Death Stranding came out because we had Metal Gear Solid Five, which I didn't think was a very good Metal Gear game. Then. Silent Hills was supposed to be a thing and then that didn't happen. And then he released a trailer with Norman Reedus on a beach with a baby and a bunch of weird stuff happening and Norman's naked and I was just like, what the hell is this? And then it comes up saying Death Stranding and I'm like, what the hell does that even mean?
1: Yeah, it doesn't sound like a real phrase.
0: Yeah. And I... I was kind of, I was honestly, I was kind of done. When I saw Death Stranding the first time, I was like, okay, that's just weird for being weird because it's, that's Kojima. And and the, the, the next time, every time I heard about that game, I kind of just toned out. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I even care about this at all. And then when the game came out, well, I guess we're going into our history. But when the game came out, I was just like... I really don't have any desire to, to play this game, especially whenever I saw reviewers and Ken talking about it and stuff like that. And he was saying it's this game's freaking weird. It's like a walking simulator. You're just delivering stuff. And then as he continued on, he's like, okay, so it, it actually does have a lot more to it, but it takes you like 30 hours to get there. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. Like, why would you do this? I was like, I, have no need to play this game. The thing is is like they gave us like multiple copies for game of the year deliberation. So King gave me a copy and and I I played about 2 hours of it and said I'll come back to this one day, but I I don't know when because I was just like I those 2 hours was just like I can't even wrap my head around this. It's like it's just so freaking weird. It's, it's so Kojima so, I mean, I, and, but here we go. Now, two years later, I'm now playing it because people, people were kind of sour on that game when it first came out. And then I guess after it stewed a little bit in their heads, they're like, this game is actually genius. So, I want to see that.
1: Yeah. We'll and I'm see. willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. I've, I've enjoyed so many of his games so much that. You know, I I don't need too much prodding to get back into one.
0: Right. And that's kind of how I feel. So how about you, Matt, as far as the the lead up to it?
1: Yeah, we essentially ended in a similar place around launch. But I came into it when I saw that first trailer. I was super hooked. I was like, this looks awesome. It looks so weird. It looks so mysterious. You know, how interesting is this game going to be? You know, I already kind of knew that or expected the gameplay to be at least okay because I've enjoyed playing the Metal Gear games. Um, And then with how weird the trailer was, the first one especially just coming out of nowhere and then, you know, one or two more that came out after it that kind of maintained that air of just strangeness and so many different things happening that don't, on the surface seem related to each other. So I, I don't know. I was in from the first trailer, loved the first trailer. I'm I'm pretty sure as soon as I saw it, I was posting on Twitter uh, about being excited for it. And then it was just a long time until anything happened beyond seeing uh, trailers and wanting to play it. Because then, you know, I kind of got funneled down the same path that you just mentioned where I I was I was interested in it, but then when it came out I remember reviews being a little bit lackluster. I remember kind of the the conversation being a little bit that it's repetitive or it's a little boring or it takes too long to get into it. And I I don't know why I didn't end up picking it up because I didn't think that type of commentary would actually dissuade me from it. So I never like decided not to pick it up. I think I was just busy playing other – other games, and you know, given that there wasn't that kind of fever pitch fervor when it came out, I figured I would get to it at some point, and I never really did until I want to say maybe a year ago. I finally picked it up when it was on sale for twenty five or thirty dollars, and I just said, "Well, it's all right. I know I'm going to play it at some point." So as, as soon as I was in the buying mood, I think maybe last year Black Friday, um, I picked it up in a, in a few other games. But even then, I never installed it. I had a bunch of other games that I was trying to to play. It's also the problem of picking up like four games at one time. It's like the opposite of childhood gaming. <laughs> it's one game every six months here. It's like four games on the same day. What do you do? You can't play all of them.
0: That's true. So, so let me ask you this, because there's something we have to mention. Uh, this game came out in 2019 on the PlayStation 4, exclusively on the PlayStation 4. Are you playing the PlayStation 4 version of this game, or are you playing the PlayStation 5 version of this game?
1: Yeah, so I bought the PlayStation 4 version of this game, and then I installed it and re-remembered that there was a PS5 upgrade path, and there's no way I would want to play this game other than in its best possible light. So I am playing the PS5 version, the director's cut.
0: Okay. Yeah, I am playing the PlayStation 4 version because I do not own a PlayStation 5. Uh, it is also, I believe the director's cut is also on PC. Oh, um, okay. I think it's on Steam. Yep. Um, But yeah, I don't have a PC that can run that. So I'm playing on the PlayStation 4. And let me tell you, that thing sounds like a jet engine while I'm playing this game. <laughs> I think it's like getting ready to die or something. But um so yeah, there's quite
1: a lot of upgrades for it. So, you know, it it it's it's more than just a remastering, which is kind of cool, or a, upping the res.
0: From what I understand, they actually add a whole new area to the game.
1: Yep, new areas, new firing range. They they change the combat. There's more missions. There's there's more items. Apparently, there's a, a buddy bot that helps you carry things.
0: Oh geez, that'd be nice. Yeah, so I don't even know how to start with this game. I mean, I can <laughs> I can start with like the the, the just the opening cutscene.
1: Could unpack that for an entire episode. <sighs> yeah,
0: I mean that's the thing is like the first probably twenty to thirty minutes of this game is just like what, but so Norman Reedus, Norman Reedus, that's one of the things that got me to me. I'm not the biggest fan of Norman Reedus.
1: I'm not either, but I like the selection and the caliber of actor in this game. Right, just, you know, just looking on the surface at Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen, you know, they're big budget Hollywood actors, but they're not like top top tier.
0: Yeah, I would say Mads is definitely Higher caliber than Norman Reedus is.
1: Yeah, and Mads Mikkelsen is definitely an interesting actor, if nothing else. Yeah, Norman Reedus, you know, I, he he's certainly been in some, you know, some well-regarded shows and movies, but I'm not sure that any of that was necessarily up to his acting content to to be in that that kind of discussion or consideration. But I, I also don't know that he's ever detracted from anything I've seen him in. Right. He's just kind of been there and. You know, in my mind, seeing him in this, it's most directly The Walking Dead, right? He's kind of a, a bit of a loner.
0: He looks exactly like he does in The Walking Dead.
1: Yeah, and he's an outcast and, you know, yada, 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 doesn't really want to integrate with society. So, you know, that was my direct comparator in that. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I, I guess the the actor's fine and the vibe fits the theme of the character. So, sure, go with yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Norman Reedus always looks like he hasn't showered in like 2 weeks.
1: Despite the fact that I shower every 5 minutes in this game.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> so um but yeah, Norman Reedus uh is our main character. His name is Sam Porter Bridges.
1: Yeah, the the names in this game are absurd.
0: <laughs> the names in this I have to I'm going to stop right here cuz <laughs> I have to I have to bring this up. Sure, Kojima has dumb names. The thing that gets me, especially with this game, is that there are. Why? Why do we use the same word for so many things?
1: Yeah, it's like they're not actual names. It's like no. it's like a mix of names and like call signs and code names and nicknames. Yeah, so like, it's like there's so many bridges. Everything's got bridges in it.
0: So bridges is the the governmental company. That he works for. That's also his last name, but I think it's just a moniker.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Like Porter. He is a Porter, but his name is Porter.
0: Yeah. But he used to be a Strand. So so here that's where I was going to go with. He used to be a Strand, which I guess is a last name. He used to be a Strand. The game is called Death Stranding. So that's the title of the game. On top of, that is an event that took place in the story of the game... There's also an item called a strand that you use.
1: Yeah, they could have named that anything else.
0: They could have named it rope. Yep. They could have named it rope. Why did he call it a strand? Like, I'm just like, why did he cho- choose to do this stuff? And I get it. He does this dumb alliteration crap. It's dumb. I. I it gets on my freaking nerves sometimes when he does this stuff. Because it gets confusing. I'm, I'm just like... It feels like, A, you're getting beat over the head with with his... His message.
1: Yeah. Is the is, is a is a very simple version of the point just that everything's connected.
0: I guess somehow I guess. So sorry.
1: <laughs> Naming detour.
0: Sam Porter Bridges is walking along the countryside. Or no, excuse me, he's not walking along the countryside. He's riding on a motorcycle or a or a like a, a trike. Trike. I guess a motor truck, and he's going along the countryside and he's coming over a cliff and he doesn't see that there is a person standing in front of him. And he looks like he hits the person. He then crashes the bike and it starts to rain. Now, when it starts to rain, he automatically has this hood that comes up over him and he sees the person that he hit, or almost hit, and it is a woman. Uh, She shows up because he goes to take refuge in a cave, because the rain in this game is bad. Um, And while he's in this cave, she then kind of sneaks up on him and is trying to keep him quiet, because while the rain is going on, Uh, There are these invisible beings that will chase him down, and he's trying to hide from them. Uh, These invisible beings are known as BTs.
1: Which doesn't help the confusion aspect when things are referred to by acronyms.
0: Yes. I still don't know what BT stands for.
1: I do, I think, but only because I saw it referenced somewhere.
0: Like in the game so far?
1: No, in, in some review somewhere.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So I don't know what BT stand for. Um, but these BTs are invisible creatures that the only thing you can see from them are handprints. And they look like actual handprints. But they're oversized. And they can go anywhere. It's not just like a handprint, like something stepping They can be like an inch away from you and they're not touching you?
1: Yeah, I was a little confused by that and also the relationship between when you can see their outline, they don't even appear to have hands. So how does that smoky being, is it some part of it that we can't see that causes the print or manifestation in this world?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: There's definitely a lot of mysteries that I I hope some of the Emails that we've received spark.
0: Yeah. I've been reading them trying to, um, so the woman is there. She's trying to, to hold him back and protect him. He doesn't like being touched. Um, and this BT is walking along the walls, walking on the ceiling, then walking right around them, that kind of thing. Um, also, it looks like it gets colder. You can see your breath whenever they're around. Um, but they and they, they but they go away. The woman introduced herself as Fragile. She also works for a company called Fragile.
1: Doesn't surprise me.
0: Uh, and she mentions they, they have a conversation about um, uh, the the time fall. Time fall is the rain in this world. Rain in this world, as when it falls, if you get hit by it, it ages you. It ages anything out in the world. Because the materials that you have on your back can also age because of time fall and deteriorate. Uh Fragile mentions that she has been she's been completely covered by timefall with I guess the exception of her head. Um, so she I guess she's just looks like a eighty year old woman up under that suit. I don't know
1: everything but the face.
0: Everything but the face must have had a helmet on or something. I don't know. But at, that, at the same I mean was she completely naked <laughs> except for the helmet? <laughs> except for the helmet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they'll ever explain that.
1: And you do see but, a little bit of that very early in the in the cutscene, right? Where you see a single drop fall on his hair and it turns grey and you see the birds fall out of the sky and turn grey and die.
0: Yeah. So I mean this this stuff is like for real. But um Yeah, so and and then on top of that, like this like this opening cutscene, it, it just adds like so many confusing things It's stuff that you wouldn't even think of in like a fever dream. Cause there's like these weird little, like grub looking things that are also fleshy colored. And they look like little like embryos climbing up. Nothing. They're just floating in the air, but they look like they're climbing. Yeah. She grabs one out of the, out of the air and eats it. And she offers one to, to, to Sam. And he's like, nah, I'm good. And it, it's just yeah why is it floating why
1: are they eating it (laughs) what's the deal with the rain what's the deal with the bts there's so many mysteries
0: yeah so
1: which i um... like given you know given where i feel like the general impression of this game has gotten to which is that a lot of the mysteries get answered then i'm in like all of all of this is interesting and the way the way the game kind of presents some of these things is interesting i think
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely mysterious, but, um, I don't know. Like, I like the, like, I was watching this and I was like, what is going on? (laughs) But uh, needless to say, she, she leaves after talking for a little while and we have to make our way back to capital, not city. So capital, not city is. The capital of the United States now. So after this, after this cataclysm happened, um, the world has moved on. Not to quote Stephen King, but, um, I, I can't, I can't describe it any other way. The, the death stranding happened at some point, and now this is the world.
1: Yeah. It reminded me a little bit. Of Horizon Zero Dawn just in the fact that you know, playing it on a PlayStation, there was a big event in the world's past and and since then things have decayed. Obviously this is this feels a little bit more supernatural or scientifically supernatural. Yeah. Um but but just that you're you're kinda of this rogue character, kinda of post apocalypse.
0: But yeah, um we go back to Capital, not City. And we meet a man named Dead Man. I call him Dead Man because he used to be a coroner. Uh, he's played by uh, Benicio Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro, not Benicio Del Toro. Jesus. they are two Del Toros. One They're the related. Del Toros, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, the, the famous, uh, director (laughs) is in this game
1: as a character, not as a director
0: (laughs) as a character. Yeah. Um, and he plays dead man and dead man works for bridges, which is the company that Sam works for. Um, it's also a, so it's a company, but it's also part of the government or what's left of the government. Yeah. It was, it was the last thing the U S government established before everything kind of just disconnected so um but he is doing experiments with uh uh, what they call bbs
1: which are bridge babies
0: bridge babies yeah um
1: and they've been working on those for a long time
0: yeah, they've worked on those for a long time. Now I'm, I, I feel like I'm skipping ahead here because I am on accident, not meaning to. Here, we go back to town. We run into another porter uh, who is part of the body disposal team, and he says, "We got a body. We got to take. You got to take out of here." And he asks Sam to help, and they're like, "Okay, well, we don't have a lot of time." We're going to have to get this body to the incinerator real quick. uh, Because we don't know when this person died. But apparently it was a suicide. It's like okay. So this is when we get introduced to. Why is it a big deal if somebody's dead? So. If somebody dies in this world. Their body becomes a ticking time bomb. And by bomb, I mean almost a nuclear explosion. Yeah, it, it, it creates a crater that's probably about a mile long, and um, you only have a certain amount of time before they get they they become necro, is what they call it. Um, and that's whenever they blow up, and the the explosion is called a void out. You don't want to be anywhere near a dead body when it voids out. Um, so we have to burn the bodies. Well, why don't we just burn the body right here? Well, because bodies in this world, when they're burned, create a chemical known as chirelium.
1: Yeah, which seems to be all over the place in this world.
0: Yeah, and chirelium in the air is bad? They haven't actually said why it's bad?
1: Yeah, I didn't know if it helped facilitate BTs or if it drew them to the area.
0: I think that's the case, but then again, I could be wrong. Is it toxic to people? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I thought it had more to do with the BTs, because you pick up chyrelium, right, on the ground? Yeah. So I I didn't think it was like toxic. Maybe it is. I thought it had more to do with
0: Attracting BT. Yeah,
1: attracting them or yeah. strengthening them.
0: Possibly. So we can't burn the body here. We got to take it to the incinerator, which is up in the mountains. All right. So we put the body on a truck and we drive to the incinerator. We at least try to. Unfortunately, we, in order to get there fast enough, we have to drive through BT territory. BTT. So, as we're driving through BT territory, a storm picks up. Usually, that means we're in BT territory. BTs show up whenever it starts raining.
1: Yeah, I've come to loathe storms in this game.
0: Yeah. And uh, as we're driving through this area, uh, unfortunately, the truck gets attacked by BTs. All the while, this thing's about to blow up. It starts leaking this black, which I'm guessing is chiralium?
1: Yeah, it's and black goo starts floating up into the air.
0: Yep. And um uh we unfortunately crash our vehicle. Uh, waking up, Sam sees the guy he was talking to trying to help the other driver, uh, who is now stuck up under the vehicle. And um they're in the middle of this rain, this time fall rain. And they have a machine, all these porters have machines on their backs that point and help point out where BTs are. Because BTs, you can't see them. And I have to give this game credit. When I'm in BT territory, and that little arm is blinking and pointing in all these different directions... That's a really good moment.
1: Yep. It's a really good it, moment because it's, it's tense.
0: Tense as hell. Yeah.
1: And it's not really just pure stealth. Like, it, you know, Metal Gear, you think stealth. And this this is more like avoidance, but it's not only stealth. There is a bit of stealth involved. But, yeah, getting through it, figuring out a way through it, having an indicator as to which is the closest, and the fact that it speeds up the closer you are, like, ratchets up the intensity all of those interactions have been have been good so far.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, the entire band gets attacked by BTs. Um the the guy who we were talking to gets grabbed by one and starts floating up into the air and he I guess he realizes I'm not going to make it out of this, so he shoots himself in the head. Because I guess he just doesn't want to be taken by the BTs. Which makes you think what the hell happens if a BT gets you? Um, And. I guess the body in the truck has a void out. Yeah. Because we die. And. uh, It blows up. And. uh, We now find ourselves. I have to say, I take that back. Before that, the guy, before he gets grabbed by the BT, he takes his BB off, which is this this little compartment that he keeps on his chest that has a baby in it. And he gives it to Sam. And says, here, take this. And that's when he dies. So Sam does... Port into the BB. He then experiences the void out. And from what I understand, he's dead, but we are then find ourselves in what looks like an ocean. And we have to swim back to Sam's body. So I'm guessing where his soul is,
1: yeah, and it's is, it's like an ocean, but it's not just a random ocean. It's like where you just were, but underwater, right?
0: Is it? How, 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 where, where did you get that information?
1: I don't know. That was just just what I read into it. That it was like whatever the crater ends up becoming, but full of water. Okay, maybe, maybe that's not the case. I'm not, I'm not sure.
0: I don't know. So we we swim back to Sam's body. We enter into Sam's mouth, go down his throat. The baby is now in his throat. The baby gives us a thumbs up, and then we go into the baby's throat. Then we wake up, Sam's back alive again
1: As a re- now this ha- re- this re-hatred. is the
0: first this is the first hour and a half of this game, and I'm just like, what?" Sam wakes up, and he looks out and sees this giant crater.
1: Was it in that first event that we saw whatever appeared to be like a 20-story tall person or monster? Or... Yeah. I don't know what that was either, because that we, we've encountered a lot of other things in this game so far but that thing from that cutscene has not been seen since
0: right have you been caught by a bt Matt? uh
1: i have okay this i feel like this whole game so far up until the last like 10 minutes of what i played has been a lot of like teasing when it comes to encounters not having weapons initially, being able to run away, one time just being caught because I wasn't sure what to do, you know, one other time being caught but then escaping. Like, I haven't actually had the ability to take on any enemies. Okay. But I have definitely evaded and succumbed to every type of attack that has come at me.
0: Okay. So I've been straight up just captured by BTs before?
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So when I got captured, what happens is when a BT spots me and is now on me, I'm now surrounded by this black sludge. There are then what looks like arms and torsos reaching out of the sludge to try and grab me. I then have the ability to shake them off of me by hitting square. And I'm trying to make it to the edge of the sludge. It's basically like a puddle has now assimilated next like in front of me. Yeah. If I can if I can get out of the puddle before they grab a hold of me and pull me, I'm okay. I can run away. If I can't make it out, they grab me and pull me and now I'm in what looks like a river or a lake of sludge. Yeah,
1: in the same this one is definitely in the same area but like transformed into some netherworld version of where you were.
0: Yeah and then there is a giant beast-looking creature that comes out of the sludge occasionally almost like a dolphin or something and it's trying to attack me
1: yeah like some kind of cthulhu whale
0: exactly so and i have fought those off i have killed one of those oh uh,
1: i have not i've only i've seen them two or three times been eaten once by it and ran away twice i think
0: okay so I have not died again. I have not found myself in a lake and had to swim back to my body again. Yeah. I definitely voided out once. Um, but, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I've killed two BTs. Uh, one of which was a scripted one. Uh, and the other one was, uh, when I was trying to get to the wind farm, I got caught.
1: Yeah. In the little foresty part.
0: In the forestry part yeah. with all the rocks and stuff. Yeah. Yep. And and I was like, oh boy, here we go. That was my first BT fight, but I actually won that one.
1: I so, also think you're a fair bit farther than I am.
0: I... I Yeah. <laughs> I, I have had my official first boss fight to this game.
1: Uh, definitely have not.
0: Yeah. Well, you'll know it when you see it. Um... Yeah, so um, I guess that's the best thing. Like After that, we go back to Capital, not City. And we meet up with Dead Man. That's when we meet up with Dead Man. Dead Man, Dead Man tells us that the President of the United States wants to talk to us. And he, Sam's like, there is no President of the United States anymore. What are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, yeah, there is. And we want to go meet with them. Unfortunately, the president is is in the late stages of cancer. Uh, she's not going to make it. And um, it's also Sam's mom.
1: Yeah, this is an, another part where the game seems to be like overly convergent.
0: My, my, my thing is, is that why did Sam even say that? Did he forget that his mom was the president of the United States?
1: Yeah. Or did he think she was dead?
0: Or did he? uh, Yeah. Like, I I don't, I don't like, I can't for the life of me. I'm just like this whole cutscene kind of confused me. I'm just like, okay. did? And then on top of that, like, all right, let's talk about this. (laughs) So we meet with dead man. We then meet another character. That's going to be with us. Die Hard man. <laughs> sure. So, because he's a tough this, guy, he's a hard man. I, yeah, no. So I know why they call him that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he is um, the same as Sam. So uh, it's explained, or, or it's not explained. It's just said that uh, Sam can't die because he is a repatriate. Repar- what was it called?
1: Repatriate.
0: Repatriate. Which means that no matter what happens to him, he can always return back to his body and be alive again. And apparently Die Hard Man is one of them as well. So because of that, Sam has special abilities that allow him to cheat death. On top of that, Sam is also a sufferer of a condition called DOOMS D-O-O-M-S and it's all caps which means it stands for something but I don't know what it stands for and DOOMS is a condition where a human being has a sort of connection to the BT's Uh, and because of that Certain ones can see them. Fragile mentions it. She says she has full-on dooms, which means she can just straight-up see BTs. There's another guy in Capital, Not City, the the researcher. I can't remember what that guy's name is.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: He has dooms as well. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? The guy with the glasses? Yeah. The scientist guy? Um, he has dooms as well. Sam has a partial sense of dooms, which means he can't fully see BTS, but he can sense when they're around.
1: It also gives them a resistance to chiral contamination.
0: Correct. So, anyway, we say all that to to then go to this cutscene. Die hard man, who is a guy wearing a mask that looks like a skull. Why I don't know
1: usually a sign of a bad guy,
0: usually, but this guy seems like he's he's like our Colonel Campbell,
1: yeah, good for now, I guess,
0: yeah, so um he is basically kinda like the right hand man to the to the the president who is bridget uh bridget strand is her name,
1: of course, Bridge and strand,
0: yeah and bridget um is lying on a hospital bed uh what looks like the oval office
1: yeah
0: it's, that's what um, i thought. and it's actually not the oval office <laughs> but uh, it it's all just a ruse um and uh she she's there and she wants to speak to sam and sam is is uh, as far as i know sam is bridget's son At least that's what he has said. And she's saying that we need to bring America together. To which Sam's like there is no America. You don't get it. It's over. Stop trying. And she says, it's all up to you now. And uh, as she is having this conversation, she actually gets out of the bed. She's trying to convince Sam to, to go on this mission and then she falls over out of the bed and then dies basically in Sam's arms, but he kind of pushes himself away. And when she unhooks herself, so she's she's connected to a whole bunch of stuff to this bed. When she unhooks herself, all this black goo pops out. What's with the black goo with that?
1: Yeah, especially with her.
0: Yeah, right? If it's tied I thought to that BC's. stuff... Yeah, I thought that stuff was tied to BT. What's going on? But anyway, everybody rushes in. She doesn't make it. And that's when Die Hardman and uh Deadman tell Sam you're the only portal we got left.
1: I thought this was going to be like Kiryu. Seems like every time somebody dies, Kiryu's there and he's accused of it. Of course. In this case, he's I'm like, have- oh, Sam's just the <laughs> same thing's going to happen.
0: You killed the president. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Um, So, um, they're like, okay, you're the only porter we got left. Uh, We need to get rid of this body.
1: I mean, the, the world here is clearly in a tough state, but if there's literally only one porter that can do this, even worse off than it looks like.
0: Yeah, but they also want to use him... To basically I don't know convince him to do this mission to to I guess reconnect the United States
1: because he's so tied in to the president like why because he's got dooms
0: because he's got dooms because he's a reproach rep- 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 whatever the the guy who can't die he's a die hard man <laughs> um and he's a porter, so he knows how to how to go to different places and travel well. I don't know. But they explained to him that uh he needs to burn Bridget's body because she will void out if he doesn't.
1: At least that so far makes sense with the way the game world has been established. Right. Right. At, and at, I, at least something isn't a brand new mystery.
0: Yeah. I, I get I get that. Alright, we gotta do this, otherwise yep. we're all dead. Yep. So I'm fine with that. Um so our first delivery mission is actually to to take to to basically uh, cremate his mom.
1: Yep, now it's God of War.
0: Yep. And so we have to travel with her and this is where we learn basic the basics of death stranding, which is putting things on our back and delivering them to places. Usually on foot. Yeah. So, this is the main crux of this game. Going from place to place and taking things there. I do want to say
1: I thought that was going to be worse. What do you mean? I thought that given the description of what you do in this game and given still that lingering feeling based on reviews or commentary that all you do is walk around and deliver things i thought it was going to be more boring but between between the obstacles between unlocking new areas between bt's and mules between you know the way that they've integrated kind of other players into the game like all that stuff at least so far i think has has kept it reasonably interesting like i have even only recently picked up the the trike again for use in the game so that's that's changed up the traversal dynamics a bit so it, it hasn't yet gotten stale in the way that i expected it to right though it's still pretty early
0: yeah, it hasn't gotten stale from me yet. There were a few hikes that I've done, especially getting to Port knot City. That's a heck of a hike. Um, That's the
1: one I'm on now, for the record. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I don't have my trike, so I lost my trike to a river. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have. I don't. Ha- I had to walk it.
1: Oh, not a not a trip I want to hoof.
0: No, well, yeah, 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 it sucked, but uh, yeah, um. So, yeah, uh, we have to take the, the, we have to take the, the body to the, to the, um, to the incinerator. All right. Uh, and this is not a bad hike. Um, it's basically a a tutorial showing you how to, how to lean properly, how to keep things from, from, uh, uh, overbearing Sam, making them fall over, um, and uh once we make it to uh to the incinerator, we decide to burn Bridget. And uh while we're there, uh Dead Man's like, go ahead and burn the, the, the other package. And we open it up and we're like, what is it? And it's a BB. It's that BB that was given to us by the guy before the void out. And before Sam can uh decide if he wants to burn the baby or not uh the room uh starts to get cold starts to rain outside bts are here and it's going to get bad real soon so sam instead of burning the bb hooks up to it and decides i'm going to use it to try and get out of this this bt territory so we have to to run away so when we're in bt territory and we're surrounded by them we have the what what is that machine called the the arm uh you,
1: it's called uh starts with a d
0: i can't remember what it's called are you looking it up
1: yeah, I I just saw it. I was just looking at it. Oh, the Odreck, uh, Odreck, Odreck, Odreck.
0: Okay. So, it's also uh, the thing that does
1: the scans, which I do all the time. Right, if you just tap R one.
0: Right. So uh, yeah, um, we have that with us. It can help us point out. BTs, or, or the location of them, uh, but BB is also supposed to help us be more connected to the BT, so we can spot them better.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask how those two things interact with each other. If he's already got this ability to sense them, it seems maybe to it just heightens it. Yeah, maybe it heightens it, but it seems like the the thing that it clearly does, the BB clearly does, is provide these weird like shared memories. Yeah. But in that that seems clearly attributable to the BB, but I don't know what part of the gameplay of detecting the BTs you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't have a BB with you. That
0: your guess is as good as mine.
1: Right, if it was just Sam and the 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 Otter Rec, would it seems like the Autorec can point them out and Sam should be able to sense them, so I'm not sure what would happen if we lost BB.
0: Maybe if it maybe it's just Doom's sufferers that can use the BBs. I don't know. Hmm. But, uh, yeah.
1: But that lady in the cutscene didn't have a BB, right? He's fragile? Yeah, fragile.
0: No. So she can just as far, see as far, them. As, should, as far as I know.
1: Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. Yeah. So he should be able to sense them even without a BB. But.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's more to fragile than what you think, Matt.
1: That you've experienced so far?
0: Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, you, you run back into her uh, at the very beginning of Chapter 3. And, um, yeah. There's a lot more to her. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. We have to get out of BT territory, make it back down to Capital, not City. And uh, when we do, we get the rundown. Of Die Hardman. So, Die Hardman tells us that basically he gives us a little history lesson. Um, three years ago, uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just I thought it was his sister. Is um, it cause Amelie? It, Amelie? I thought Is it was his a sister s- as well. Okay, I thought it was his sister. I'm not sure. At this point, I, I'm not sure. But, um, but Amelie, three years ago, made the trek from the East Coast to the West Coast. And um, she tried to connect everybody city to city to to basically be on what they call the chiral network. Now, the chiral network, I'm starting to learn through... Both the emails and the interviews, as well as just piecing things together, and I could be wrong about this, uh, but the the Chiral Network is more than just a communications thing. It is more than just a a, a internet, if you want to put it that way. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you want me to get into my theory or not.
1: Ooh, I feel like not quite yet. I'm gonna be there so not- soon. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're gonna be there really soon, so I may I may hold off, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to glance over the emails that we get and make sure nothing is is brought up. I know we said that we'd make it to, to the beginning of chapter three. Uh, Matt hasn't got there just yet. That's okay. Um, you you get a lot more stuff. Definitely read the interviews, read the emails because they they really do hint at a lot of stuff that could be going on. But uh, the Amelie. Went across the United States. It took her three years to get there, and she connected all the major cities and everything in between.
1: Which is funny because at the rate that Sam is traversing across the U.S., it should take him about an hour to walk the entire width of the United States.
0: I said that as well. <laughs> um. So yeah, but but we already know time's broken in this game. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, so, uh, what they want us to do is basically reconnect the United States again. Um, apparently they have, there is no president of the United States. At least that's what Sam says. Well, no, no, there is. And they have established Amelie as the new president of the United States but she looks exactly like her mom but younger
1: Mm, I thought that makes sense I thought they had kind of come up with a hologram of the mother to convince people that she was
0: still alive So, so yes but it she's she's I don't know what's happening with her yet From what I understand, and this is what was said in the cutscene, she is in what I guess is California. I don't know. She's on the West Coast. And she is in a city that has been taken over by the extremists. They have her in custody, but they're not doing anything to her. They're treating her well. But she is able to project this hologram and talk to everybody. But she also makes the claim that she's on the beach. and she, like she there was it's a it's a weird thing that she said where like you know I, I can't touch you because I'm still on the beach. Is what she says. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah, does that
1: mean the west coast, like the beach of the Pacific Ocean? Or does it mean something having to do with this blackened beach where the whales come from?
0: I think it has something to do with the blackened beach. Yeah. Because because you, you, you will see a little bit later on and read the emails. Because it, it, it seems to me that the beach is... the beach is the bridge between worlds between worlds from wherever these BTs come from and to the world that Sam is living in, I think. And there are some people who can come to the beach freely. And some people who can never leave the beach. Cause, cause she mentions, no, no, it was Sam. She's like, you've grown older. Yeah. I will never grow older because I'm always on the beach and I'm like what so I'm still fuzzy on that um, so Sam agrees even though he thinks it's a lost cause so we, we begin our delivery service Kiki's delivery service across the United States and the first order of business is going to what looks like Ohio. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, which took me 10 minutes. So I went from what looks like Virginia to Ohio in 10 minutes. Yeah. It's a speedy walker. Yes, he is. Um, and that's, that's what we're mainly doing right here is going back and forth. So we learn a few things. Uh, so we start seeing structures being created by other players which, you know, sometimes help. Sometimes it's just there for them to get likes, which apparently likes in this game mean nothing. So,
1: I read somewhere that it's tied to the more likes the more likes that you give on structures, the more other people's structures show up in your game.
0: Okay. Which That that I can see that. Which
1: is helpful because of you know, the rock climbing spikes or the ladders or the bridges all do help traversal.
0: Yeah, that's true. And you can create your own structures and it, they may show up in other people's games as well. Um, and that's basically what this, Matt, where you're at right now is basically like the tutorial of how to play Death Stranding. It, it, you really are still kind of in the tutorial. Mm. It's a long, it's, long it's, tutorial. <laughs> it is a very long tutorial because you're still introducing stuff. Oh, now you can do this. Now you can do this. Now you can do this. So the, the, the biggest thing is, um, you're 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 learning stuff. Like you're you're going to get weapons. You've you've received a few weapons uh, to help fight against BTS. Um, and it's all because of how Special Sam is. So they're using Sam's they're using Sam's excrement and bodily functions and creating weapons out of it because his. His body is resistant because he's a repatriate to the BTs. And they're thinking that they could use that against them. So to start with, when he showers, they try to take his shower water. And they actually make a, a kind of a low-grade little a grenade that you can use on them. It doesn't do much damage, but it does some. Um, it, eventually, he'll have to use the bathroom. He can use their user urine. He gets a grenade from his urine. If he poops, he gets poop grenade.
1: Are they functionally different or is it just like level 0, level 1, level 2?
0: The, they are. The, they all play the exact same. It's like you lob a grenade at something. Yeah, because I haven't used do...
1: any of those three yet. I've only used the other ones that were created. Which ones? Isn't there one that they just give you as in a mission? They give you some just like anti-BT grenades
0: is that the the blood one yeah yeah so the blood ones are the the heavy hitters or at least so far in the game that i've got to the blood ones are you throw those you're going to do some damage
1: yeah that's all i've used so far
0: yeah um so you know they're using his body to try to fight off the bts um along with that you can also create structures you can you can use a ladder you can you can you can full-on create like a 3d print instantly a bridge a giant bridge that you can put up all sorts of different structures, generators that kind of Watch
1: towers generators yeah
0: yeah and and that's where my theory comes into play because there are some emails and some interviews that you need to read because they explain some of that mm. So, um, yeah, um, the only other thing that I can actually bring up and mention is that every time we, we hook up to BB, we get a shared memory from the BB and they all have to do with Mads Mikkelsen. And it's seen through the baby's eyes, and it's... he. I've had multiple happen, and it is basically him talking to the BB. And he, he even said, it's daddy. So I'm guessing he's the father of this child?
1: Yeah, I think so, because they talk a lot about... You know the 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 mothers. They still use the mothers so that they can calibrate the womb-like environment for the for the BB. So you know whatever happened at one point, they were talking about the mother being gone. So you know BB was was maybe stillborn, and you know they may or may not have kept the mother alive. So
0: yeah, this so, like little family trio. So it it, it sounds like because. Dead man mentions specifically that um the the BB will occasionally have to be hooked back up to the mother from what I understand they have a facility where they have all of these brain dead mothers who they keep alive who still are connected to a machine that then connects to wherever you connect to the, the BB and it basically replicates the mother's womb. The the babies are pulled from the mother's womb before they're born. The reason why is because the babies have a connection to the other world because they have not been born yet
1: which is a weird it's almost like they're making a statement on when life begins
0: <laughs> but, yeah
1: but it but it's also weird because they very clearly are alive they're forming memories they're you know they're seeing things they're digesting things
0: yeah they're a- and that's, able to give a thumbs up one of the things that well, he flicked off dead man if you remember yeah <laughs> Um one of the things that Dead Man tries to push is their equipment you don't get attached to these things. Yeah. They 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 are something you use. It is not a a pet or a child. Um but it seems like Sam has kind of grown to to like the little guy. So um but yeah, uh, and, and we—I I can't explain the 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 the, the memories. The uh, they are—it's very short, usually about twenty seconds tops, and it's just this guy talking to the baby.
1: Yep. And I'm trying to think that have they given any indication? They said the BBs only last a year, right? Usually they they peter out and they get retired after a year. Yes. So, at first. My thought was, oh, this is like the distant past, but thinking that BB can't be more than a year old, like anything that happened is actually still really fresh. And so Mads Mickelson presumably is still alive.
0: I guess. I mean, we haven't
1: seen any indication that he's not alive, I guess. I just, yeah, my, my I mean, initial yeah. thought was, oh, this is the past. He's probably dead already, but, but that's not really the case.
0: Maybe, maybe not. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I guess anything could be true here with time.
0: (laughs) This is true. This is true. So, it's basically running back and forth. There's one other thing I should mention is that uh, there are are enemies in this game called mules. Mules used to be porters. Some of them used to be really good porters. And they are suffering from a mental illness that they have an obsession with delivering things. (laughs) All right, that's that's it. I mean, it, 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 here's it, so I, I've been told by Ken, don't kill them. If you kill them, in about a day, they cause a void out. What? Yes. Do not kill anybody living in this game, Matt.
1: Have I killed a mule? I don't think so. I've knocked them no. out.
0: Yeah. You need to knock them out, use non-lethal ways, because if you don't, and you don't dispose of the body, it will cause a void out. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But
1: how how do you actually even kill them? Because all I've been able to do so far is square attack to knock them out or bind them with my strand.
0: That's all I've done too, but I'm sure later on you probably get a gun, I'm assuming. Yeah, I assume so. So... And, and from what I understand, it's a bad time if you don't dispose of the body <laughs> properly.
1: And that mean, probably means trekking all the way to the incinerator?
0: I think so. Oh, interesting. So don't kill anybody. <laughs> but that's, I mean, and that's what we're basically doing is going back and forth. Um, uh, did, you, did you, you did run into the, no, you haven't. You haven't made to City yet.
1: Nope. I'm on my way to Not City. Okay. I got the bike. I got the blood grenades. I've now disposed of a few BTS, and I'm just on my way.
0: Okay. Anything else we need to add? I I I feel like I've covered every freaking weird thing in this, but I'm not sure.
1: Uh, yeah, that, I mean that's definitely, definitely most of it. I mean, I I don't know. What are those little cupid things that are on his necklace that he uses?
0: I have no clue. That that is that is the thing. I should, yeah, we we forgot about that. The cupid, the cupid is a a necklace that apparently is infused with carilium that you can use at different knots, so different checkpoints where people live, I guess, uh to connect them to the chiral network back at at Capital Knot City that's the only thing I can think of and when he puts it and when he activates it it makes him float in the air and it shows up weird like physics notes yeah and then there's a and then that's it
1: and then they're connected to the network
0: and now they're're they're connected to the network yeah interesting so. I'm I don't know what to think here. I do want to mention this. Apart from Fragile, Dead Man, Die Hard Man, Bridget, and a couple of doctors, those are the only people I've ever physically seen. And I find that very suspicious. Mm.
1: Like, Amelie, we haven't seen.
0: Yeah. Now, now, have you seen any of Sam's dreams with Amelie?
1: Um...
0: Have you seen anything with Sam on the beach? I think so. Okay. So, uh... It, it seems like Amelie can just talk to him whenever. Yeah. Um... That's the only thing I can think of, is that every time I go somewhere, including these large-ass cities that supposedly people live in, I don't see anybody. Nobody walking around.
1: I guess the mules.
0: The mules, sure. And, and then the guys that would did the bomb disposal stuff. And there was like some scientists in the capital, not city. But every other place I've been to, including the port... Which is a very large area there's not a soul walking around mm. I think there's something up with that
1: yeah it 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 definitely is suspicious.
0: I think there's definitely something up with that but and, and I've always found it weird that whenever you you first make it to a settlement or a, a knot. Their their hologram is a little fuzzy, but when you connect them to the chiral network, they they're clear. Yeah, and I think there's a meaning behind that.
1: Hmm.
0: But um, yeah, I'm gonna read off the emails, and I I have a statement that I'm going to make, and it's probably wrong, but you know how I like making predictions. <laughs> so, uh we're going to go on into the um go ahead and get into the emails here. Uh so here first one comes in from Chad. He says, <clears throat> "Howdy crew. I'm a little behind the ball, but at least I at least wanted to get something into you by all this week. First of all, I have never really been a big fan of Kojima." But I've always respected his work. I wasn't expecting much from this game when it was released. And it's now one of my personal favorites from the PlayStation 4 generation. Uh, This is my second time playing through the game. But this time I'm playing the director's cut on the PlayStation 5. Pretty excited for this playthrough considering what I know now. uh, uh, For what seemed like absolute gibberish at the beginning of my first playthrough personally, that's one of the things I came to really appreciate about this game how organically things start to make sense after a while much like you, I'm sure nothing makes sense at the beginning, but it will eventually I like to guess what's going to happen in advance, but I like it even more when I'm wrong, or better yet when I have no clue all the way up to the climax
1: I do also think that's just a great way to lay out a game, like if you're telling me there's a mystery and you're telling me it all makes sense, that, that's the way it should be, I feel.
0: Yes, and I've been burned in the past. <laughs> so that's why I'm a little reluctant. Yeah. So says, I know everyone says everything in this game is fully explained, but I'm not sure I would lean too hard on that. I think mostly everything is explained, but Kojima is still allowed some artistic flexibility and very rarely is everything fully accommodated when it comes to this game. Yeah. Like crossing three states on foot in ten minutes. (laughs) I want to give you three tips for the beginning. Read the emails and interviews under the data menu on your cufflink. You'll start to understand things better and faster, plus some of the interviews provide some interesting concepts. Number two... Eventually, you'll reach a rank where you unlock bridge link strand contacts in the Cuff Leak menu. Under that menu, you can press triangle on people who have played the game, including a separate list of people on your PSN friend list. Oh, that's cool. This will create a stronger connection, pulling in resources from their games. I'm dazed fly, so you can link with me when you get to that point. I'm about halfway through this playthrough, and I've already built most of the roads. You'll eventually unlock a floating carrier tool. I typically carry one on my back at all times because you never know how big of a load you'll occur throughout your trips. This is especially true of missions that take you into ruins. I usually find a lot of good resources like big bundles of ceramics there, which is useful for building roads. Having a floating carrier can basically double your carrying capacity. You can also ride them pretty safely down hills if they're empty. <laughs> I don't have that in my game because I'm playing the old version. I think, right? Didn't you say that was the thing that was they added? Yeah,
1: assuming that's the you know the buddy bot that helps you. Sounds like it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, my prediction is that this will be a slow burn for Drew, meaning <laughs> you'll be intrigued and continue playing reluctantly, wondering when the game gets good. As you continue playing and understanding the systems, you'll actually begin to really enjoy the gameplay. I have a feeling Matt will be hooked and intrigued from the very beginning and will severely outpace Drew. <laughs> uh huh. Sucker. Not so far. I'm well past him.
1: Not so far. I'm uh-huh. about seven hours in.
0: I don't know how many hours in I'm in. Um...
1: Yeah, I'm not sure you have a way know. to just check it immediately, but every time I drop off cargo, it tells you the, the run
0: time. That's true, yeah. I've done like one or two. If, if I was going to the place, I may pick up an optional order, but I haven't done many optional orders. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have many questions prepared yet in general. What is each of your general theories on what's going on? Until next time, and sorry for the rushed email, Chad. So, I, I have my theory, um, and I have—I uh, mean, I, I, I've read things in the game, but I haven't actually like read into anything. Um, my prediction, and this is this is just me, and I th- I feel like. Uh, the reason why I'm not seeing a lot of people running around this place is because I I believe that these, the the people that I'm interacting with are from either another world or another time. Mm. Also, I'm going to make a bold prediction and say that the BB that I'm carrying around is actually Sam. (laughs) Before he was born.
1: So Mads is his dad
0: maybe maybe interesting.
1: I guess I hadn't played too much with the time of it in, in my thoughts so far
0: there's a specific email or interview that you get and you're getting close to it mm-hmm. that really solidifies my thoughts on Sam is somebody out of time
1: yeah okay
0: You'll have to. I have to apologize here because my wife is making Christmas ornaments, and it's making her. She's having to hammer, (laughs) and so you can hear hammering in the background. It's just going to happen. Sorry. Yeah. Um. There's definitely some kind of time traveling going on.
1: Yeah, I'll be. I'll be curious to to read that interview or or note because. That is, you know, obviously a lot of the game so far with the time fall does have to do with time. And I'm always down for a good time travel story, so I, I hope that plays a bigger role than, you know, what I've been envisioning. I, You know, I was so far basically just trying to think, like, alright, what, what has actually caused the world to shift in this way? And... My first thought, obviously, was aliens, but I'm gonna guess that they would explain it here with something more pseudo scientific sure so something like a solar flare or you know a solar flare, and there was some comet passing by or some kind of radiation caused this like sticky link between the living world and the dead world
0: so <sighs> I'm I'm not very familiar with it but I know about it. The 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 theory, the quantum theory of branching paths. Yeah. Where I'm actually dead in multiple branching paths because I don't know, I choked on my drink here or something like that in a other another life.
1: Yeah, I've read a few a few good books on that recently.
0: So I I feel I feel like that could be something. I there's also the fact that you know when you're out in space time plays differently due to gravitational pulls. Yep,
1: time dilation.
0: Which is why things float when they shouldn't be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I I feel like that may have something to do with it. Um, a, a, and maybe, you know, you're not really dead when you die. You just go somewhere else. Yep. So Someplace out of time. So
1: a lot of these are, are leaning fairly heavy into the sci-fi as the kind of rational explanation.
0: I mean, it could very well be a paranormal thing with a... Everything is paranormal to somebody who doesn't understand it.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know... Ghost, you know, a ghost may be a real thing, but because we don't understand it, it's paranormal. But there could be a scientific thing about it, you know. Pretty, pretty uh, classic. Quote, Go- sufficiently advanced the- technology. Yeah, look at the Ghostbusters; they fight paranormal things with science. So yeah, I mean, there's,
1: like at this point, there's so many random things that have been f- floated in the game, and so many ways that these could all be linked together it's just in my mind it's kind of completely wide open at the moment i need to dive a little more into the interviews and hopefully i'll get some of these more interesting time-based ones here in the near future
0: yeah definitely definitely look into that whenever you start building stuff can have you made your first like big bridge
1: i started one but i didn't have enough materials to to finish it
0: gotcha Yeah, yeah um uh, I'm assuming you made a generator so you could use the trike. Yep. Okay. And I made a watchtower. Yeah. There you go. So um, yeah, you, you should be getting it pretty close because it, it the email in question has to do with building stuff. So got two more emails.
1: Interesting. So many options.
0: Yeah. No. No. It's it's really good. Holy. Sh- this is a long ass email. <laughs> okay, Dustin. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh hey guys death stranding huh uh where to even start as the game puts it it began with a bang the opening is very impressive with its cinematics and visuals, and as you're walking towards the city, Low Roar's song, Don't Be So Serious, kicks in. A sensation within me told me that this was something special. Sadly, the magical moment doesn't last very long. It does not sustain throughout the game. Mm. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I have liked
1: the audio. Like It kicks in when you're on these like epically long walks, Yeah, and this low roar seems to be well represented in the soundtrack. Oh yeah! It's all very, you know. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to really say interesting. It, it just it it creates a mood, almost a bit of a melancholy mood as you're walking, which kind of fits the post-apocalypse.
0: Absolutely. Let's see here. Once you get to town, you get a crash course and a bunch of psycho babble and multiple Kojima isms to make your head spin. Uh, some you can make out; others probably won't be explained until the end. And the rest you will probably learn along the way. In a way it kind of cheap is kind of a cheap trick to introduce mysteries to uh to keep you guessing. If Kojima used normal terms, I think we would lose half the guesswork that goes into this game. One of the first characters we meet is Deadman, who looks like Guillermo del Toro but has a different voice actor. Wait, that's not Guillermo del Toro?
1: Hm. I assumed it was.
0: I thought it was too. Maybe I'm wrong. Huh. Uh, For some reason, I find this voice actor annoying. <laughs> I'm also not a fan of whatever, what's a uh, fan whatsoever of using the likeness of celebrities in games. I don't mind them doing mocaps or obvious, obviously the voice acting, but when it comes when it when it looks exactly like them, it dampers the experience for me personally. How do you guys feel about it? <sighs> I mean, everybody in this game is is. Uh, a, a famous person, it seems like. Um, Bridget is played... Isn't she dead? The actress? Yeah. Ooh. Or am I wrong? I'm not sure. Who is it that plays Bridget? Strand. Strand. She was like a big actress in the 70s. Who is that woman? Actress.
1: I'm hoping I don't get anything weirdly spoiled. Like, oh, it's the same actress that plays Amelie.
0: Lindsay Wagner, who played the bionic woman.
1: Oh.
0: Is she still alive? I thought she was dead. Lindsay Wagner is uh, alive and well in Los Angeles, California. So 72. (laughs) See 72. Okay. No, he, he like for, for Amelie, like he used her, but a, like a her from the seventies. Yeah. Anyway, back to it. I I don't know. It's fine. I guess it does seem a little annoying. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, again, I think in in this game they picked interesting enough actors. You know, I I don't really get too much of the uncanny valley in this game. Like, I don't find no, I, don't I don't find either. them particularly creepy. I think they're <laughs> I don't know if they're past uncanny valley, but especially you know with Matt Mickelson, the way he's kind of blurred out a bit, that seems kind of real. I saw there was a there was a cut scene just with him. Twirling around and like fake dancing with his presumably dead wife, and then falls to the floor and kind of scoots up against a, a a seat, and all of that just felt real, like the like the mocap of it. So I, I don't know; it adds a little bit of gravitas to it, I think.
0: So I didn't see that cutscene. Holy shit!
1: I've seen a lot. I guess I've spent a lot of time napping in my personal space so that i can urinate more so that i can get more bombs <laughs> you know there's a very maybe i haven't actually progressed as far in the game as i should have because i have spent a lot of time doing nothing but
0: pissing in the wind but every
1: every time every time you leave your personal space is when you get that cutscene, right when he jacks back into the bb
0: yeah
1: so i've, I've had a fair number six or seven cutscenes, anyway
0: Let's see here. Da-da-da. There's a lot of stuff that happens. And some for some reason, when people die, their bodies explode and can level an entire town. So they need to burn them. But they need to do that far away since the smoke is really bad too. On your way to the incinerator, you encounter BTs that are what? Dead people floating in the air with umbilical cords that touch the ground and make the handprints. But they're using them to search and not walk. I don't know. Nothing makes sense yet. Chad's just laughing at us. <laughs> <laughs> Mission goes south. Body explodes. You're a repatriate. Repa I don't know how to pronounce that. Repatriate. Rep. He put R E P A T R I O T. Repatriate. 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 Oh my God! It's the Patriots. <laughs> The Lale Lule Freaking Low is back.
1: It all comes full circle.
0: Oh, my God. I swear to God, if he mentions machines once in this fucking game, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> uh, so you can't die. Uh, go meet the president who's dying and is also your mom, but you don't remember, but yet you have to... The photo of you and her and your sister. Bunch more mumbo jumbo. President is dead. Go incinerate her and let's reconnect America by delivering the internet to towns. Sam Bridges? No. Call me Al Gore.
1: (laughs) Build back better.
0: Uh, Let's get to the bulk of this game. Walking around in the emptiest open world game ever made. It's basically a remake of Desert Bus. You're just heading to your destination and once in a while you got to hold R2 or L2 so you don't tip over, kind of like driving a bus and steering left or right so you don't drift off the road. Same concept. This game is boring. Boring as hell. Let's mention this quick for being a renowned delivery boy. Sam is clumsier than a toddler learning how to walk. You would think he's being... This being his job, he would be good at walking and carrying packages. I don't know if you guys have hiked or actually climbed a mountain, whether it's on a trail or off trail, with a load or without. I've done some rigorous hiking with a heavy pack, 60-plus pounds, for multiple days over some rocky terrain, and not once did I come close to toppling over like he does. If you unequip Sam and have nothing on him, he will still fall over. A drunk has more sense of balance than this guy. (laughs) This world is barren too. You think they could add other CPU porters or hermits or whatever into the world to add some more life into it. It actually makes me think we're in some sort of digital world and we'll find out in the end it was some sort of simulation BS he pulled in Metal Gear Solid 2. The only people you actually seem to meet face to face are the two guys that die right away. Fragile, dead man, die hard man, and the president. Everyone else you interact with is a hologram. No, there was doctors. I saw doctors that helped the president. Did we
1: touch doctors though? Because
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Maybe not. I mean, like I mentioned it too. I did mention it. I was like, it really suspicious that we, that all these places are empty, with the exception of me and fragile.
1: Yeah. let's
0: see here everyone you interact with is a hologram uh, for trying to connect America again you sure don't interact with a lot of people plus Sam has some touching phobia so great guy to send to into the world to meet people okay you might have brought up mules as people you encounter in the world but there's no interaction and they don't do much you can walk through those camps so easy they don't even pose a threat if they see you, just run until you're out of their territory, or shoot them with the bola gun, since the maser gun sucks. The biggest threat is the BTs, and honestly, I am still not clear on what to do with them. The first time you encountered them, I went to sneak through, held my breath, then I didn't see them, took a breath, and damn it, the, the thing was right on top of me, so I guess holding your breath makes them invisible. A bunch of hands came up. I didn't get away, got dragged through a bunch of ink, then some sea creature chased me. You don't even have to sprint, just keep moving and you should get away fine. I failed every time there's a BT encounter. I always seen. Always get seen, even when I'm uh, being sneaky. Then getting away from the hands is a 50-50, and usually I'm running away from a damn squid. It's annoying.
1: Yeah, that's how most of mine have gone.
0: Yeah, I mean, once I got the grenades, I was like, "All right, let's do this. Bring it on!" And you get a ton of that uh, the crystals for it when you kill them.
1: The regular BTS or just the Cthulhu whale?
0: The Cthulhu guys. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't fought them. I'm gonna have to do that. Next I don't, time. I don't know if I can actually kill the 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 BTS that are just floating there.
1: I've I've made a bunch of them disappear by throwing the blood blood grenades at them.
0: Okay. Well, maybe I should try that next time. I'm pretty sure I'm playing on normal, and I've only died once, and that was in Chapter 3, since it wasn't a squid chasing me. It was some wolf thing, and he pounced on me, and I died instantly. So since I actually died, wasn't my body supposed to leave a crater or something like that in the early previews said? Mm. So far, the bulk of the game is walking back and forth. Maybe you have a bike. You probably don't make enough deliveries to go to the next town until uh, you make enough uh deliveries to go to the next town until you reach the harbor for the first boss fight
1: great it's coming up soon
0: no uh let's touch on the private room and the weird fourth wall breaking stuff sam does like winking at the camera showing you his many figurines by by the pointing at them all weird like Also, why the hell does the toilet have haptic feedback when you go to number two? I don't care how the private room is set up and how you, I don't care for how the private room is set up and how you navigate it. I think it could have been done better. I have the brightest colors and the ugliest colors on my hat and glasses and BB and, uh, and BB. I can find to stick out like a sore thumb to the mules. The haptics in the overworld are a nice touch. They add subtle immersion and are not intrusive at all. I did think the triggers would put up some more resistance if carrying heavier loads, but that's not the case. I thought it would be cool if it did that.
1: Yep. It is kind of some cool other... using the the PS5 controller for this. Yeah. It you know, it just adds a little bit, like you can feel the rain and you can tell if you're walking on stones or grass and you know, I think like you said, it's not it's not overly done to where it feels too awkward. But it, it just adds a little bit more diversity. When BB cries, you can hear it through the controller. Probably similar on the PS4, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. BB sounds through the through the uh, controller. I'll tell you one thing: I've done the boss fight. We need to turn off BB because <laughs> the whole time during that boss fight, it's just him crying. Yeah, and he it was to a point like my wife even walked in. She's like, "What is that sound?" <laughs> I was like, "It's just." freaking baby in this controller it's baby baby and she's and she's like what <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't 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 have me try to explain i can't do it
0: <laughs> don't don't I, I, on our first date she asked me she she knew i was into video games and she asked me so what's your favorite video game i was like metal gear solid she's like what's that game about and i'm like don't no, not on the first date please <laughs> Uh, let's see here. The haptics in the, over oh, where I did that. Uh, some other thoughts and questions I've had. Is there a reason why Sam's handcuffs himself to the bed when he sleeps? That's a good question. Yep. I don't know. Why are all these grown men sending emails that use emojis than, uh, more emojis than a high school girl sending a text to her best friend? I think that is the inside joke because of the like system and how arbitrary it actually is it doesn't actually matter. And I feel like people two generations from now, people are gonna talk in just emojis Will probably come up with a new friggin language. <laughs> Get off my lawn. I find it comical how far across America we are compared to how much we walked. I wish the music would kick in more frequently when you're walking to your destination. Time Fool is a really cool idea and, uh, and one of the more interesting aspects about this game. I have a quick story. I was driving a motorcycle and I went through a river. It submerged completely. I got up on the side of the creek, collected my boxes, then dropped them in a safe location. I went to retrieve my bike since it was halfway above water. And when I walked in the water, it didn't sweep me away, and I was waist deep. The game would not let me get back on it, or pull it out, or attempt to rescue it at all. It was very frustrating. I walked to the delivery building and got some text saying my bike was recovered. I don't know where it is, but I'm sure I'll be building a new one eventually. So the exact same thing happened to me, except I didn't get the message saying my bike was recovered. As far as I know, my bike is still sitting in a river next to Capitol, not city. And I'm already in what looks like Colorado. Mm. So oh well.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can make a new one at some point, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure I can. I should touch on the building aspect real quick. I donate the structure donate to structures I come across if I have the materials on me. I rarely build new. I have no interest in how many likes I have. I don't hate this game but I'm definitely not in love. I want to see everything explained, and I hope it's worth the monotonous hours we're going to spend walking this dull and lifeless world. P.S., I hope Chad built some zip lines for us. <laughs> Unfortunately, I won't be able to experience any of this stuff that you guys build, because, well, I'm on PlayStation 4, and the PlayStation 5 version does not carry over.
1: Oh, they don't connect?
0: No. As far as I know, the director's cut is only playing with director's cut people, and the regular version is playing with the regular version people.
1: Oh, that's too bad.
0: It's fine. I've got plenty of stuff. There's, I found a full-on bridge just built. I gave him a couple of likes. Next email comes in from Jamie. It's titled Sam. Sam? Sam! <laughs> Hi, guys. What the fuck? I mean, I know it's Kojima and I know he's crazy and weird and makes up the most insane stories, but still what the fuck? Since I'm only in just since I'm only just into chapter 2, this is going to be less theories and more random thoughts. Okay, so what do we know? There has been some apocalyptic event, the death stranding. Right now, I feel like that means the dead are left stranded. I'm a genius. So the ocean is death, and the land is life, I guess? And right now, the dead are on the beach? Or stuck in limbo or whatever? Even when Sam dies and comes back, he has to swim through the water to get back to the surface. I expected the handstand monsters to hang upside down when you see them, but whatever. Also, time is all fucked up. And when it rains, you age. I wonder if it was just a superficial thing, like your skin will age if the rain touches it, but considering that cargo also ages and one of the packages I was delivering was time thaw resistant wood, I assume it's more than superficial. Which makes me wonder if fragile is legit an eighty-year-old woman underneath that outfit. <laughs> I said the same thing. Also, was she wearing some kind of helmet and otherwise completely naked? Yeah. <laughs> I said the exact same thing when she got caught in the rain. And did we hit her with the motorcycle? Because I feel like they should char- change her name if we did. She seems pretty fine. Uh, I, I, I have to say they will explain that in chapter three.
1: Mm.
0: That is one of the, there's more to her than that. So one thing about apocalyptic stories that annoys me is when they try to set up civilization without confronting the problem. We're early on in this, so it may still happen, but that was one thing about The Walking Dead that drove me nuts. If your whole settlement could be destroyed with one random death, there really is no hope for the future. You better hope no one dies of a heart attack or stroke in the night. And The Walking Dead, okay, not so much they can do anything about that. But there is technology in this game. You'd better implant some kind of heart rate monitor to every damn person. Without that, who cares about connecting your cities? Also, when it comes to having to dispose of bodies, you'd think they'd find a better way than having one guy walk the body out to a remote crematorium. I know that it it was a last resort, but they seem so technologically advanced. Why are they all hiking? They say that it's remote because of the chloroform in the body, and how they can't let that in the air. And yet, they're totally fine with Sam walking and uh, walking in covered from head to toe. He even sleeps in the stuff, hmm. and apparently, no harm done. It's true. They even get. That's true. They shower till uh, the morning. Th- yeah, they even give some description of all the side effects it can cause. While Sam just naps in it, I didn't see those side effects. Oh wait, yeah, I did. Um, that's just like you start to like lose your mind, like you 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 become like uh, maybe that's what what the mules are.
1: Yeah, maybe they just like they, they succumbed.
0: It makes you go crazy. Yeah. Seems like the seems like the beat you over the head theme is connections and tethers and bonds, knots, umbilical cords, handcuffs, city connections. Even the handstand monsters have umbilical cords. And if that's not enough, familiar ties seem to be a big thing too. Why? No idea. Maybe someone had to had a hard time letting go. Kojima is just ridiculous in every way. Dead man, die hard man, fragile, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm shocked he didn't strong arm Bruce Willis into playing die hard man. <laughs> oh, oh, and let's throw a skull mask on die hard man for funs. Thought we haven't met a roller skating boss yet. I'm sure we will eventually. I'm sure there will be even more insanity. Then there's all the shameless product and show placing. I forgot about that. Yeah, I laughed out loud when Sam went to the toilet and an ad for Ride with Norman Reedus popped up. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Isn't that show like canceled? I think so. I'm pretty sure that show is is canceled or ended.
1: Product of its time.
0: Yep. Uh, But on the flip side, there are all these beautiful musical scenes that make it seem like it's a beautiful film, and it's breathtaking and lovely. Tired? Better have a monster energy drink.
1: (laughs) They got rid of those in the uh, director's cut.
0: Oh, they got rid of the monsters?
1: Yeah. No, yeah, the monster energy drinks. They just call them, like, bridge energy drinks now.
0: Ridge is is a energy drink?
1: No, bridge, I think, like the bridge. Oh, bridge. company. Oh, gotcha,
0: gotcha interesting they must have lost the license to monster yeah. but they're still advertising for a show that's not around anymore huh. alright anyways not sure what the deal is with the bridge babies yet I get that they let you see the monsters not sure why maybe it's because babies are so new to life and therefore closer to the death divide I fell down down a hill with BB and had to rock them to comfort them that didn't go very well, I hope nobody saw the way I shook that baby
1: yeah all, really all the times you him. try and comfort him are not very comforting.
0: No, no, like when you're in the Sam room. is Sam is very hardcore with that baby,
1: yeah, when you were in the room, I thought he was gonna go up and like caress it instead he just like shoves it, uh, yeah, no shaking baby syndrome, I guess, but not far off,
0: I guess. I really wish you couldn't damage Cargo BB by falling because it is hilarious to watch Sam fall. Also, he is a terrible hiker. The best part about traversing is watching him face plant. It can be super annoying when he can't walk down a slight hill, though. So, are portions of this game online? I keep seeing ladders and ropes from other people, and it says you can like things from other players. I don't understand this concept. Good job, random person. I needed a ladder. I mean, yeah, I think that was one of the big things was that while you can't play with other people, their structures will show up in your game and your structures will show up in their game as if you are connected to them.
1: Yeah, that's interesting because, you know, I feel like these kind of half-attempts at multiplayer initially were due to hardware limitations. I'm thinking something like Resident Evil Outbreak. Like, it wasn't really able to do full kind of co-op but i feel like flash forward to 2019 there really are no technical limitations i wouldn't think on this game that would prevent it from being able to incorporate something more integrated so it it seems more just like a conscious choice to have this kind of influence you know it it's not nothing but it's not you know full multiplayer and you know i just whereas it it used to be i think a, a limitation now it's a conscious choice
0: yeah that's definitely deliberate and i think he's trying to push that whole thing of connectivity connecting with others yeah
1: yeah and, and i mean it's interesting i guess to a degree
0: connecting with others while not physically being there god is he gonna do that hmm. Is it like it's? We're not actually physically t- talking to anybody. We're just talking to a hologram. you are still connected. Yeah, and, and, and then the real and and the player is also communicating with other people, but not not actually physically talking to them. Hmm. Oh man, I feel like Kojima is really trying to do like the ending to Nier, and he just can't quite get it there. <laughs> because Nier had the best had had the best thing that happens uh, anyway lastly can I be annoyed can I be an annoyed Canadian for a minute everything is America can save the world it's up to America to save the human race are Kojima and Michael Bay the same person <laughs> <laughs> Uh seriously I bet Canadians are just snow blowing. The time fall into drifts and calling it a day. The Monsters seem uh, to only hang out around water. So I feel like we can just stay. While stay where everything is frozen. It'll be all right. Note this would also work in a zombie apocalypse. Honestly. I've always. That's that's one thing. Because I used to watch The Walking Dead. And. That was the thing. The biggest thing for me Was. It's clever that even if you die, you still turn into a zombie no matter what. But eventually like especially in the south, like they're taking it takes place in Georgia. Yeah. I'm I'm from Georgia. It gets a hundred friggin' degrees in the friggin you know, summertime, those rotting corpses would be rotted within two weeks. Yeah, they decay quickly. Yeah, I, I don't get it. But anyway. Things I still don't understand. What is dooms? Apparently we may... Babies don't get any help from our birthday. Why is Sam deathless? Why is there an explosion where a person dies? I get that they become a monster or at the very least attract them, but why an explosion? How do all their cities look pristine and yet any time it rains, things age? Does Fragile's umbrella age? Why the hell doesn't Sam have an umbrella? (laughs) Does Sam have memory issues? Why did they basically introduce him to his mother? Did he not know that she was the president? He seemed so confused when they said that they needed him to bring drugs to the president. Also, was it seriously just across the compound? (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Okay, that's it for me. I can't wait to hear all the thoughts and theories. Well, thank you all for those emails. Um, as far as I can tell, everybody is about as confused as as me.
1: Yeah, I'm eager to see where it goes because, like I said, it's just all wide open at the moment.
0: There is some sort of time travel happening here i I think that the, I think that is happening. I don't have proof, but I think that's what's what the case is here.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a key part of it. So I, I, I could get behind that and I would like to see where it goes in that direction. I'd be okay with that.
0: Sure. I know that, uh, both, Ken and Anthony suggested to me to go watch the first two trailers of the game, like the reveal trailers for them, because he said that those are different experiences that you don't see in the game, or maybe they're 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 just altered in a way. And he said they 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 will make no sense, but then when you finally get that information, they all make sense. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's not a lot so, in the first trailer.
0: No, it's just Norman on naked on a beach holding a baby crying. Yeah. So uh the other one has uh Guillermo de Toro uh running around with a bridge baby.
1: In his, in the way but, he runs, which is a not far from a waddle.
0: Yeah, he's waddling. But uh yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a very, so far it's a very strange game. I don't, I don't hate it. In fact, I, I, I kind of, I, I, I'm in a groove. Um, that groove may eventually turn into a ditch that I will, uh, Sam Porter bridges out of, which means fall on my face and say, I'm getting kind of sick of this, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. I'm also intrigued by the fact that, I'm still at that point where thing new things are happening, and not just like event or story wise, but you know, getting access to the bike for the first time changes things a bit. Getting access to the grenades changes things. So, like you said, it's still a little bit of a tutorial. So, I'm I'm eager to get into the the next phase of the game where maybe I have all the tools at my disposal, and I'm curious what the gameplay is like at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. I I, I remember when the game, when Ken was reviewing it and he was telling me, he had the game before it came out and he was telling me like through, you know, DMs and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, this is just a walking simulator and you delivering stuff. And then I remember him saying, okay, later on in this game, this game turns into almost metal gear. I mm. mean, like, things. Yeah. The way I mean, he's like, it becomes a little bit more action oriented. Yeah. So, I guess we'll see. I, uh, I, needless to say, I'm excited. I, I want to see how this how this plays out. Yeah, me too. Um, as far as, as far as my theories go, I think it has something to do with time travel, and I'm sticking to my my guess, which is far left field. Guess Jay Lee would be proud of me. Uh, the bridge baby attached to Sam is actually Sam as a baby.
1: Why do you think it was defective, or considered defective?
0: I don't know. I'm sure the BB is not actually Sam, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> because it's me. Bold. Yep. So, there you go. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty excited. I I'm definitely enjoying the game, definitely enjoying the mystery. I'm also a little concerned that it will get too repetitive, but so far so good
0: from from what was said on the N4G radio this past week um Ken and Anthony both agreed that chapter 8 uh which is taking place in mountains is the worst and longest part of that game so i guess buckle up i don't i don't even know how to structure how far to make it you know, I get the feeling this is going to be four, maybe five episodes.
1: Yeah, the chapters appear to be quite different in length.
0: Yeah. From what I understand, chapter three is really long. And then I think they said after like after eight, the chapters are like relatively short because I guess it ramps up at that point. And I think they said like a couple of chapters were just straight up like cut scenes and maybe a little bit of action. That was it. Yeah. So, I guess get ready. <laughs> we still got a lot more Kojima coming. Good. Bring it on. But if you would like to send us an email, I've got that fixed now. So, you can use drew at ztgd.com. And so far, it seems like everything has been fixed. So, continue using that one. And if I don't get anything, if you send me something, send me a DM at least on Twitter and let me know that you sent something. And if I don't get it, I will give you an alternate route to take. Um, you, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, I am at DML Fury, Matt is at REMGS, and the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. But uh, that's going to be it for us. I do appreciate everybody listening. Thank you for those emails. Keep them coming. We got. Uh, we're gonna try to get us farther into the game, and next uh, next recording, I'm definitely gonna have a uh, try to set up some theories for. Uh, yeah, me too. For us to go by. Me too. But uh, yeah, that's gonna be it for us. Until next time, I am Drew, and I'm Matt, and we're out of here. Hope you guys have a great week and we'll be back next week with the continuation of Death Stranding. And make you